0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air, online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films, every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. For is both an intimate and epic journey into the female experience of war. A love letter from a young mother to her daughter The film tells the story of Wad al-Khatib's life through five years of the uprising in Aleppo, Syria as she falls in love, gets married, and gives birth to Sama, all while dealing with a cataclysmic conflict rising up around her. Her camera captures incredible stories of loss, laughter, and survival as Wad wrestles with an impossible choice, whether or not to flee the city to protect her daughter's life, when leaving means abandoning the struggle for freedom, for which she has already sacrificed so much. The film is the first feature documentary from Emmy Award-winning filmmakers Wad al-Khatib and Edward Watts. We're also joined today by Wad al-Khatib's husband and subject of the film, and that would be Hamzad al-Khatib. To all of you, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you very much. Thanks for, Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is uh, this is just an amazing film on so many levels. Not the least of which it is a it's a wonderful documentary film uh, in in so many different ways. But I want to start with you, Wad, and you're a filmmaker. It seems like it's in your blood to be a filmmaker, given what the the uh, the barriers that you had to deal with in order to to film what you did. Tell me at what point. Did you always envision this turning into a documentary film or was there something in your time in Aleppo that convinced you that it, it just needed to needed to happen?
1: Uh, actually when I was, uh, when I started filming, I had no idea about what I will do with this material, especially that I was thinking all the time about uh, I will not be survived. The fact that uh, there was no uh, safety place in Aleppo, Everything, you feel that this is the last minute you are still alive. So I was just uh, very sure about, I want to document everything around me, everything I'm living right now. And hopefully that that one day someone will take this material and turn it to a documentary or to use it in something. And when I left Aleppo in 2016, December, when we forced to flee out, I was shocked that I'm alive now and I have a big responsibility to make what I have uh, as a material, to turn it to a film and make it acceptable for other people. And actually, that's when Ed came uh, into the story. I was working in 2016 with a Channel for News. we a lot of uh, reports uh, from Alipocity. And after I left, uh, they had no idea that I have that archive. So they introduced me to Ed, and then we fit together and start speaking about the idea of the film.
2: Yeah, we were match-made, really, because uh, our colleagues, as Wad says from Channel 4, knew that I was incredibly passionate about Syria and what had happened to the people there, and wanting to make films about it, to tell the truth, as I saw it, about their struggle. And uh, and also, I've been making docs for about 12 years. So I think those two things uh, meant that they felt... I'd be a good collaborator for her to work with, and um, yeah, we sat together and we've been working together for two years to to make the film you see today.
0: How many how many hours of footage did you shoot, Maud? Uh,
1: I I really don't know until now. I couldn't count them.
0: <laughs> She's still producing new shots yeah. even to this day.
1: So, but what I can say is just like five years of filming everyday life,
0: uh, okay. like just. Hundreds of hours. I yeah. can't say more <laughs> at
2: least over 500. Definitely, we know it's over 500.
0: So, what was your reaction, Edward, when you saw when you began to kind of dig into what she had? What, what was your first thoughts?
2: I was just completely blown away. You know, uh, as I say, having in all my experience with documentary, I'd never seen such an extraordinary collection of footage. Um, both just like horrendous violence and images of human suffering uh, I'd never seen before, but also just so much incredible joy, this intimate footage with her and Samer between Hamza, uh, the whole love story between those two. It was just, it had this vast spectrum of human life in it. And I remember as we sat together in a hotel in Istanbul, and she was just showing me all of this stuff, hours and hours we were spending together, I just felt this great responsibility that we had something truly extraordinary, and we had to do justice to it.
0: Yeah. And you just mentioned Hamza, and Hamza, I want to bring you into the conversation you you could have been the subject of this documentary in, in and of itself. It could have been a documentary about what you and your colleagues went through in, to care for the people of Aleppo. That could have been in and of itself a documentary. And because you are an exceptionally gifted man to be able to withstand this daily pressure that you were under, constant pressure, and your humanity is just incredible, um, what were you— I'm just kind of—I don't know if I have a specific question, except to compliment you on your ability to maintain your your keep your head about you during this this ordeal. But what were you thinking when Wad was documenting what was happening around you and so many other people? What were your What were your thoughts about what she was doing?
3: That the first uh, maybe year, because she was like filming the the whole five years. The first year it was a little bit strange and to be frank i really didn't see the point of like filming everything like how we are eating preparing food going to buy things at the hospital or anything because like my my idea was just like film the important thing if there was like a master or something a message we want to send out to the world just film it and that's it like why like the world will not be interested about like us having food or anything and uh, yeah, <laughs> and but after like the first people we 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 lost, Raith and and Mahmoud, I realized a little bit the importance about this because. But I, I also didn't want to just keep living in the tragedy. We want to like just honor their memory and have the courage to to continue, keep doing what uh, what they to keep fighting for the cause they, they died for. But after we were out of Aleppo, I'm very grateful about the, uh, all the the time she spent filming this because it really like, saved our history, saved all the incidents we lived, all the time, those five years are documented in all those footage, like 12, uh, 2 gigabyte uh, hard drives. And uh, it will yeah. just be like saving the narrative for the future, for ourselves, for our children, for yeah. the next generation.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's through your relationship, you and Wad's relationship, and, and your relationship with each other and with, with Sama, that we get a window into the uh, the horror and the humanity that that took place during that period of time, in, in Aleppo, and your doc, this documentary for Sama is is able to convey something that I say quite often when I'm talking t- about great documentary films, and that is, through the micro story, through the intimate human story, we see a bigger picture, and we see we see the horrors of war. We see, we see something that, uh, while while a lot of us have some idea of how how violent war can be. When you see this film, uh, I can't imagine that it won't change people in the way that not only the way they look at war, but also the way they look at the people of Syria and these incredible people who who fought to the very, very end to save what was dearest to them in this film. And it's it's, so
2: glad to hear you say that, you know, that is really what. It's such an important part of the film, really. What what our greatest aspiration for it was, was that people would really understand the humanity of the Syrian people, get to know the Syrian people and understand what journey they'd been on, um, and, and run counter to, you know, this misinformation and the confusion that I think is in people's minds about what happened there, who was right or wrong. You know, it seems so far away from us all. But I think through this film and through these guys' amazing lives, you really realize that Syrians are just like us, with the same dreams and aspirations that we share.
0: Yeah, there have been a number of documentary films out about Syria and Aleppo, in particular, White Helmets, and a few others that are Are touching, but uh, I none of them, and this is not a knock on them in any way. I just none of them were able to uh, focus in on on this a small group of people who who are so dedicated and so uh, loving of their of their lives and their family and their way of and the the people around them uh, that you get the just what you described, Edward, is that you get that. And I I, want to go back to Wad for just a second and and ask her. What is it in you that despite literally bombs exploding within a few yards of you, compelled you to keep that camera rolling and to keep documenting what was going on? Why did you do that?
1: Uh, You know when you feel that this is the last minute in your life and you wanna do everything you can, everything you wanted to enjoy the, the minute, to do something really important so people can really uh, remember, uh, remember you when you will, will like, gone. Uh, it's more about, like, this life was really, uh, I would say it was very difficult and it was very, like, it was horror. But at the same time, it was for us very amazed that we are doing something to change our life and change all the Syrian's life around uh, Syria and also people who left Syria and they were around the world as a refugee. We thought that one day, like, this Syria will be free with this step which we are going on at this moment. All this horror that we witnessed, all the crimes, this is what I'm doing as filming that. It's an evidence. Uh, It will give Syria one day the justice that people really deserve. And you know, just like the fact that you will be killed. This is really important. This is the last minute in my life, and I want just to do as much as I can yeah. to give justice to my life, to my daughter, to the people around me, and for for, for everything.
0: Yeah. I want to ask, uh, in the last couple of minutes that I have with you, a couple of personal questions. By the way, let me remind our listeners that uh, we're speaking with the co-directors of the film For Sama, Wad Al-Qadib, as well as Edward Watts, the co-directors, and uh, also the, the subjects and the, of of the film, as well as the the husband to what Al Qadib, and that would be Hamza Al Qadib. Um, how how is Sama doing? She's
1: uh, she's doing very well. Uh, we live now in London, and she speaks mixed between English and Arabic. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you do you is she show any any after effects of? her her earliest days with bombs going off all around her and the and all of that has she has she was she is she aware of it today what she went through uh,
3: actually I've uh, read several articles about this and it all agrees that the the children that are rose up in a conflict area had uh, like some kind of nightmares and uh, Sema was, like, that, that gives us an explanation to what Sema was uh, going through in, in her first two years. Yeah. Because most of the uh, nights she was just woke up screaming, like, really loudly screaming and then crying. And uh, till the moment she's still, like, not able 100% to express herself. So we know when she is like, afraid at night and she can't, like, really express what's, what's going on. Yeah. I think maybe in the upcoming year we will find out and have to deal with it.
0: Well, she has two loving parents, and I'm um, she's very, very fo- lucky and fortunate to have that. And and <laughs> and uh, as far as uh, your the the people that uh, are in Aleppo or people that have you stayed in contact with some of the people that we see in the film?
1: Actually, uh, Salim Afra and their kids now uh, live live in Turkey in uh, uh, Gaziantep. We have also some of the friends who were around us, some of them in Turkey, some of them in France, now refugee, uh, unfortunately. And also the hospital itself, uh, the, all, all the staff is moved to a place called Adana in Idlib countryside, mm. the last area out of the regime control. And is still uh, working, actually. Yeah, uh, right. We have also some friends like in other places in Syria and okay. uh this kind of relationship which like we've shared that uh bad and great situation together uh, as we were as a family and we still until now
0: well um the reaction to the film has been thank you for for that um that answer i i, I just my heart goes out to everyone that i i got an opportunity to spend some time with in the film and it's uh it's just uh, it just tears your heart out to to think what they've been through, and hopefully things are getting better for for them. Um, I'd want to let people know that the film is again. It's called For Sama. It is opening at the Lemley Monica Film Center in Santa Monica. There is going to, on on Sunday the twenty eighth. There'll be q and A Q&A with all of the people that you're hearing the voices of today, Wad Al Khadib, uh, H- Edward Watts, and Hamza Al Khadib, Doctor Hamza al Qadib uh, following the 4:30 screening uh, on Sunday and uh, you'll you should first of all you should just see this film <laughs> no matter what Thank but you. but if but the opportunity to see it with a with a, a crowd of people in a theater and also then the opportunity to speak with the filmmakers and and also the people who were so intimately involved in in what happened uh, is an amazing experience and uh, well to all of you I, I, by the way what are you going to continue um, in your filmmaking career?
1: Uh, hopefully, yes. Okay. Um, I'm still seeing everything around me as a frame.
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet you are.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, it became kind of <laughs> seeing the life around. Hmm. It wasn't just uh, five years. Uh, hopefully, yeah, I, I, I would love to continue in this.
0: Well, my, my heartfelt congratulations to all of you for all of the different roles that you played, not only in making the film, but your life and your life's work and um, continued success. Thank you so much. Thank you well, very much. Thank you. Again, we've been speaking with the co-directors of the film for Sama, Wad Al-Qadib, as well as Edward Watts and the subject and and uh, husband of Wad, and that would be Dr. Hamza Al-Qadib. Uh, check it out. You can go to For samafilm.com to find out more about it where it'll be screening and more information about it and i thank all of you uh, for uh, for spending some time with us here on film school radio
2: thanks for your time
1: thank you
0: you've been listening to film school radio the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films